Hello and welcome to Series 3 of our Weekend Cumbria podcast. This series is supported by Cumbria County Council. I'm Jenna Sutherland and I'll be your host once again. I'm the manager of the Weekend Project at ICANN Health and Fitness in Carlisle. In this series, I'm going to be inviting some more real local people to share their health and wellbeing experiences and expertise in authentic and open conversations with me. Real people telling their own stories in their own words. Today is episode one and we're welcoming Catherine from the Happy Mums Foundation as our guest. We have previously spoken to Sarah from the Happy Mums Foundation about maternal mental health, which is in series one. In this episode, we'll be focused on the emotions involved when returning to work after maternity leave. So first of all, I'll say good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Jenna. And then also just to add how relevant it is today that we're discussing the topic of returning to work from maternity leave, because it is in fact my very first day back to work after maternity leave. Amazing. I know. Congratulations. And you're doing amazingly well already. Congratulations for (laughs) making it here. Yeah. Thanks, I'll take that. Um, I was just saying briefly when we came into the studio this morning, one of the the most difficult things this morning was remembering to pack myself a bag Mm. because obviously I've had six months of, well, my baby's five months old. So yeah, he's Samuel. He was born in April. He's very cute. He is very cute. Um, So I've had five months of just stuffing my keys and phone and purse into the changing bag. And then this morning I packed his bag because he's off to my mum's for a couple of hours. Um, And I was like, oh, I'll have to bring my own bag with my own stuff in. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. But obviously that's just the small practical side of it. Yeah, but it's those little things that you kind of can fluster you a bit. Can't yeah, it totally did. And you have to completely shift your mindset and stop thinking about nappies and wipes and dummies and things and start thinking about phones and keys and have I got a pen? I yeah. was like, have I got a pen? I've got a- oh no, <laughs> I haven't brought one. <laughs> can I still write? I don't know. No. Sure. I know it's been uh, yeah, interesting couple of weeks as well, just the build up of knowing I'm coming back to work yeah. and, and all, uh, yeah, I don't know, all the anxiety, but guilt and all of those feelings. Yes. And it is a really, it's a really complex emotional spectrum, I think. Yeah. I was thinking as well, because obviously I'm really, really lucky because I love work to begin with. Um, So coming back to work to a job that I love makes that side of it really easy. Um, But there'll be a lot of people that are having to go back to jobs that that actually make them miserable as well. So that must be even, even more difficult. Yeah, but I think it's worth sort of highlighting that even if you love your job and Mm you know your your a part of you is really keen to get back and, and and get your teeth into something that you previously have loved doing I think it's still normal to mm. feel anxious or guilty yeah. or torn as yeah. well and that's even when you have the best job in the world and you mm. can't wait to get back so yeah I think for people who maybe don't have that feeling about their job it can be a really really difficult time I was even feeling guilty about that so I was feeling guilty about (laughs) leaving my baby but then feeling guilty that I'm even worried about coming back to work because I'm feeling guilty for the people that don't like the job (laughs) this is a whole emotion I wasn't prepared for yeah um but I think you hit the nail on the head there where you said there's a part of you that feels like I think that's that's 
that would sum it up. I think there's like, I feel like I've got different parts yes. of me as a human being now. Yeah, and I've only really understood that as a parent mm. and sometimes do describe it as feeling like emotionally being torn in two mm. like I literally want to be in two places at the same time yeah. like and I, I couldn't just do one or the other mm. that doesn't work either in my head anymore like yeah. I couldn't just well I not say just but I couldn't be at home all, all the time with my kids mm-hmm. because there's certain parts of me that need like the interaction the stimulation the challenge of the job and I enjoy doing that but then there's part of me that also couldn't be at work all the time because mm. I feel like I'm missing so much yeah and it's the craziest most bizarre feeling of literally being not literally being torn in two that would be unfortunate yeah. but but mm-hmm. emotionally being in two different places at the same time and just not knowing where to put yourself and also I think it's worth acknowledging that whatever decision you make as a mother with regards to whether or not you go back to work, how often you go back to work, if at all, you're never going to get it right in the eyes of society because somebody's going to have something to say. Yeah, absolutely. And also, um, no matter what you do, you will feel guilty. Mm. And we shouldn't. I don't condone that as Mm -hmm. such. But I think it's worth acknowledging it and just saying, look, no matter what decision you make, if you're grappling with a decision about to go back to work or how how much to go back to work or not go back to work, no matter what you decide, there will be some guilt somewhere. Mm -hmm. And also, that's just a thing. You just have to accept it. Yeah. And people offering their opinions, whether you ask for it or not. Yeah. Which is a thing that parents get anyway yeah it happens a lot we we hear this in our support groups um yeah the unsolicited advice it starts right from pregnancy Mm. all the way through and like still now yeah you know my my eldest is nearly 11 and I still get advice on things and I think just smile and nod yeah yeah I often joke about the opposite of that actually because obviously having recently having a, a newborn and also having a 13-year-old daughter, I seem to get a lot of advice about my newborn, but no one's offering me any help with my 13-year-old daughter. Like, and please, that's, yeah, that's what you Please want. can I have some? <laughs> if anybody out there has any advice on parenting 13-year-old daughters, I will take it. Um, but yeah, I just do feel like... Write your answers on the back yeah. of the postcard. The the new but the pregnancy and newborn part people do and you know people of all and quite surprisingly people of all ages like in supermarkets actually earwig in conversations and sort of I had that a couple of months ago I was chatting in a supermarket to someone I'd bumped into that I knew and a lady that was sort of just shopping for a tins of beans nearby kind of was listening in and went sorry I hope you don't mind but I would just I would just start weaning him. <laughs> Oh, thanks for that. But yeah, are you a registered medical professional? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just think it's interesting that people just don't mind offering you that in the middle of the supermarket. Yeah, I think that's a lot. Actually, I always think that it's more to do with them than you. Yeah. So when you get unsolicited advice, whether it's about returning to work or having newborn babies yeah. or thirteen-year-olds, yeah, I think it's always more about that person than it is about you or what you are and mm. are doing or not doing. I think it's more about them and their hindsight, looking back on their experiences and trying to make sense of it by yeah. by pr- projecting some of that onto somebody else. So yeah. I always just take that with a pinch of salt anyway. Thank you. That's usually the nice response. Oh, really? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll definitely do that. Maybe not. 
<laughs> so it, during the support groups, obviously returning to work after maternity leave has came up quite a lot. Um, yeah, I think it comes up every group somewhere yeah, along the line. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, big issue. Mm-hmm. And because of that is why you've started doing some focus groups and wanting to offer some more support. Yeah, well, we realise there's a bit of a gap. Um, we obviously run support groups from pregnancy till, you know, till whenever. Mm. Um, you never stop being a mum, mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what age your child is. So we, and anybody's welcome to come to support groups um, who have children at any age. Uh, but we felt that there was a bit of a gap. There's a period of time where a lot of women stop coming to the groups, either temporarily or permanently because of this transition back into the workplace. Mm. Um, and firstly, we thought we need to make sure that we're still making something, some sort of support available to them when they've gone back to work. So, you know, for example, we have online groups in the evening now so that, Mm. uh, you know, we're looking at doing a weekend group so that we can continue to offer that, that continuity of support for women. But then we also thought, there's a bit of a period before you go back. You were saying like the last couple of weeks has been yeah. really emotional. Yeah. This is what we see. We mm. can really see that build up to returning to work. Mm. And this is, you know, women who love their jobs, hate their jobs, are indifferent to their jobs, doesn't really matter. There's still this kind of build up period. Mm. And I think a lot of within, within mm. a lot of women really struggle and can suffer quite a lot mm. emotionally in those few weeks leading up to it. And I think there's definitely a gap there in terms of support so we've we've we pulled together um some of the women that we work with and we've kind of asked them for their opinions and their experiences um on returning to work and the build-up to returning to work and basically they said very similar things to you Mm. some of the words that they were coming out with were like what's your number one concern and it's like guilt yeah how do i get a balance between home life and work mm. life, um, childcare yeah. is a big one. Childcare is huge. How do I find how do I find childcare that I trust yeah. and want to mm-hmm. leave my child with, and that is convenient and flexible and suitable mm-hmm. for my job, and um, yeah, re- relationships as well. Yeah. The impact I remember that really clearly um, when my second daughter, after my second daughter was born, going back to work and just thinking, ah. Oh, I wonder what this, what strain this is going to put my relationship under, um, because it just adds another factor into your life. Mm. You've, for the last few months, you've been able to focus on one big, big responsibility and big job of being a mom, mm. and now you've got another one to think about. And that, that the, the first job doesn't go away, does it? Yeah. So. I I genuinely in the last couple of weeks started thinking, how, how will I have time to go to work? Because yeah. I felt I felt like my days were already really, really busy and full. And also I should probably point out that my baby is only five months old. So this is a, quite an early return to work. Yeah. It, I think averagely it's about nine months people take off work. And I think some people are taken up to, you can take a full year now. Mm. Um, so I'm self-employed, which makes it all a little bit more different. And obviously my job's a little bit more flexible. So I am coming back a bit earlier, so whether or not that's played a little bit of a part because he is—he does seem still quite small as well. I was, you know, he's with my mum today, so that childcare-wise, that's it's not as much of a. Mm. He doesn't feel as big a step because he's at Nana's house, and it's only for a couple of hours. But yeah, I do. Um, 
I do think my days have still been really busy. Like he still feeds, you know, he just, he feels really demanding still. Mm. So I was, and obviously I've got two older kids as well. So either side, I always say that time in between school runs, it doesn't feel like a long time when mm. you're dropping kids off at nine and picking up at three. It doesn't feel like a long day in between. And then it's that busy time of night, like making tea and sometimes there's drop-offs at football or what, or what have you. That time of night, bath time and I just feel like it's so busy. I was thinking, where where will work fit in? Mm. But now I've started to get my head round it and, and realise that obviously once he's settled in a nursery, that's because they're going to be doing a, a large chunk of the, the childcare through mm. the day. So I think it's just getting your head round. And even I was thinking, you know, I might even be able to like, get my nails done on my lunch and you know stuff lunch like that. breaks yeah 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 I mean, like if we're looking at the positives of mm, returning to work the fact that you actually get like a, a lunch break. a little bit of it's time to yourself you isn't get it? to go to the toilet on your own as yeah. well yeah and like maybe have a, the odd hot cup of tea oh no careful oh no I mean don't I'm get too overexcited I don't want to get yeah I don't I mean my bosses are going to listen to this they're going to be like what she's getting hot <laughs> cups of tea <laughs> Oh, give over. They'll be the one making. Them. I know. Yeah, my my job does kind of revolve a little bit around drinking tea and chatting. So that's so um, mine, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, so and, let's and biscuits. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So you obviously find that your workplace is really supportive in terms of returning to work. Yeah, obviously, I do because that makes a big difference. Yeah, um, my bosses are super supportive in that the. They understand my needs. And in fact, I had a conversation, like sort of a return to work meeting with one of my bosses, Lisa, and it will stick in my head that one of the things she said was, you know, we want it to work for you. We want you to be happy. We want you to be comfortable when you're coming back. And I thought, wow, there'll be a lot of people don't get that sentence coming out of their their mm. boss's mouth. And, and I suppose this is all work to be done and conversations to be had with employers definitely and that's what we're trying to mm. do so when we did this this focus group with some of the women that we work with now and we talked about experiences and we talked about how supportive workplaces were and we got about 60 percent mm. said that they weren't supportive or were only slightly supportive yeah. in returning to work I mean that's not good is it no not at all and well so we're, we're going to be trying to approach some local businesses to start off with and try to do some sessions um online sessions with parents and it's mums dads any you know any parent who's coming back from a period of parental leave um after having a a, a baby or adopting a baby and uh just kind of do a couple of hours where we bring people together and just hopefully help them to realise they're not the only ones who feel these really kind of strong emotions, mm. who are not the only ones who feel conflicted, mm -hmm. guilty, um, lacking confidence. Mm. You know, that's one of the things I can definitely remember is thinking, can I even do that job anymore? Yeah. And thinking, the person they got in to cover my maternity, well, did they do a better job than me? Mm. And do they even want me back? Yeah. <laughs> and all of these questions were going through my head. Um, so we want to kind of create a space where, parents who are returning to work can just get a bit of peer support because mm. that's kind of what we do anyway and just realize that they're not the only ones who are feeling mm. these things and it is completely normal to feel these things and it's no reflection on them as parents it's no reflection on them as workers mm. you know and they can do both and they will find a rhythm and just give them a bit of a virtual hug really mm. and just tell them it's going to be okay because I think that's what a lot of us need 
It's yeah. just, it is going to be okay. And, and There'll I'll, be challenges, but there are also opportunities as mm. well. And you'll get there and you'll find your, your pace. So it's, we, that's what we're hoping to do is kind of go out to, to some local businesses and, and run those sessions. Um, I think that's amazing in itself, just that you're going to be out there having that conversation. Like I, I'm always saying that's what we can, a lot of weekends about is just starting them conversations, mm. having them conversations that make people go, oh, me too. Yeah, mm. I feel like that or I totally relate to that. And, it, and that instantly makes people feel more seen yeah. um, and heard. And it just, I just think it, it lifts. I, I often have spoke about when, when it happens in support groups and you'll have seen it loads in yours where people are listening to another person talking about something that you can see they relate to. And I think you can visibly see you like a totally weight lift off them as if to go, oh my God. I There's mean, something on the face as yeah, well. Yeah, like, and it, the, the heaviness realize, goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness it's not just yeah. me wow okay I didn't know that <laughs> and also to have that conversation maybe with people who possibly aren't in the exact same experience so for example employers who maybe aren't parents so totally don't get it or, yeah. or haven't been close to people who've been experiencing how difficult it is going back to work after maternity leave and just for them to have a little bit of understanding and so that the person going back to work feels able to be able to say some mornings you know if they're going to work and the boss might be like you know morning how are you they should be able to say oh I felt a little bit sad when I dropped my little one at nursery this morning or and just feel like it's okay as a professional in your job to be a mother or a parent as well at the same time and have that feeling absolutely and I think a lot of times we we feel that um this doesn't maybe doesn't apply for you in your job because of what you do and I know who you work with it's (laughs) it's not going to be the same for everybody but I think we're expected to work as though we're not parents and parent as though we're not working yeah and it's you can't split people in half that way and You've got to allow all of them mm. um, to come back to work, you know, yeah. all the bits of them. And that includes, you know, the emotional dropping off at nursery. Oh, they were clinging to my leg this morning. I feel really awful. Mm. I just need a minute to go yeah. and like, compose myself. And you shouldn't have to go and hide in the toilet to do that. No. You know, that it should be okay to be mm-hmm. honest about that and to talk openly about it and not pretend like you don't have those emotions and you're not a parent suddenly yeah. you switched it off at 9am and you're not you're now just there to mm. process information <laughs> you know, I it's not, um, yeah I think there's there's a lot like you say there's a lot of work to do there's a lot mm. of conversations to have but mm. I'm really excited because I think this could really make a difference for a lot of people just you know sometimes when people say what do you do and I'm like well if you break it down I just kind of make tea and sit and talk to people mm-hmm. but um, the, the cumulative effect of that mm. and I think you'll agree is oh, massive is massive the impact you can have mm-hmm. just by listening and talking and sharing and saying yeah that that's how I felt as mm. well the impact that they can that that can have and we see it in our groups is amazing and I think if we can do that for people who are returning to work it might just make that transition a little bit easier. And mm. you know what as well? For businesses, any businesses that are listening, if you have a happy, healthy workforce, you, they're going to be more productive. So let's talk about it in financial terms yeah. here. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're going to get people ha- who are going off sick less yeah. and who are less um, depressed or mm. anxious if you're making that transition back to work easier and smoother and mm. more human then it can only be a sensible thing for everybody. So I just think it's a win-win. So yeah, that's what we're planning to do. And I think 
we we just know that this is an issue that needs to be tackled. Yeah. So. And if anybody wants to get in touch with the Happy Mums Foundation for any information, it's the best place to go the website? Yeah, website, happymums.org.uk. Um, you can find all our contact details on there as well. But yeah, just get in touch with us. And um, we are looking for some local businesses to kind of pilot this with. We've got mm-hmm. a couple lined up, yeah. which we're very excited about. But um, yeah, we want to just get as many people interested as possible. I think it is going to be those kind of organisations and businesses that are a bit more forward thinking yeah. about mental health, mm-hmm. who are going to be the ones that that step up first and say, yeah, yeah we want to do this for our people. Um, the kind of organisations that that do genuinely care about yeah. the people that work for them. I but think they're, they're going to be they're the, going to take the lead, and you the, tend to find yeah, they're that going to be the a, trendsetters, yeah. and then the rest might follow. But yeah, yeah um, I think it can only be a positive thing to talk more about mental health generally. Anyway, yeah, so. absolutely. Agree. And I know I'm talking to. Somebody I mean, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, um, yeah. Starting the conversations for me, but um, yeah, obviously we we don't have it all worked out. If only we did, Catherine. Wow. Some of our conversations over this last couple of years, but just (sighs) on a personal level for me, I want to thank you and everybody at the Happy Mums Foundation because wow. What would I have done without you in just through my pregnancy and everything? Absolutely. So I attended the support group. I love that you know. Are you trying to make me cry? Don't cry. <laughs> I, I mean, will. if I mean, actually, cry. If okay. cry, crying is good. <laughs> yes. I will. Oh. I should never have said that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, if you want to cry, cry. Um. But yeah, I, it, it absolutely meant the world to me, and I made friends in them them groups, and um, I fully support everything Happy Mums Foundation does, and you know that. Oh wow! Thank you. That's mm. amazing. Thank and you. And I love to hear that. That's what we want to hear. That mm. you actually got some benefit and value from it. I, I think I got benefit and value from it. I think my relationship did. I think my children did. Like it, the knock-on effect for me, just coming and being able to chat in such a safe space with you lot, just absolutely made a massive difference to, to me and my family. It oh. really did. That's amazing. Well, thank you to Weekend for hosting us as well. Yeah, no, it is one of one of our groups is at weekend yeah in Carlisle yeah that's where I was attending um and that's where I will be back next week actually in the centre so I'm back at work this week just doing a couple of podcasts and I've been doing a little bit of admin from home but I'm actually back in the centre for the full week next week so I can get back meeting everybody and um yeah uh, yeah talking about emotions I do I do feel excited as well so Yeah. yeah I've been really anxious I've been feeling all of that guilt and stuff but yeah I do I do feel excited and now I'm here for anybody worrying about going back to work, I suppose um, what I would say is, I feel I, it, it, once you're once you're back to work, I reckon it just kind of feels like ah, oh, right, it's like that, you've never yeah, left. Yeah, I remember thinking that the build-up was was worse yeah. than reality actually. And when I got back to work, it, the the excitement and the challenge kicked mm, in, and I was like, oh yeah. right, yeah, okay, I can do this. And I think <clears throat> sometimes people just need to hear like, you can do it, yeah. you can do it, mm-hmm. you've got this, <laughs> you can do it. And then on top of that, I've got a little little bit of excitement because I get to go and pick my baby back up. No, that, that was the that was the highlight of my day. Yeah, honestly, but, like just being apart made seeing them again so much sweeter. Oh yeah, definitely. So. Totally agree. Thanks very much for being here this morning and You're very for chatting. I'm very pleased to be here. It's it's lovely just to have time to have a chat with you, frankly, Jenna. Yeah, <laughs> lovely to see you. Thanks <laughs> you very too. much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the We Can Cumbria podcast. If you're affected by any of the issues raised in any of our episodes and would like to talk, then please do get in touch. 
You can contact us via our Facebook or Instagram pages, which you can find by searching We Can Cumbria.